This is the podcast for May 20th, 2011. It's not safe for work. Recorded live from the Please for the Love of God Draft Jim DeMind headquarters, it's The Professional Left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal. As you know, I'm sitting in the utility room of my mom's house far, far away in the uh, between the cornfield and the castle. Yes. Um, the door closed uh, because there's been a little uh, – uh, there's been some grave illness in the family and uh, everything looks to be uh, slowly on the mend. But I'm down here visiting uh, my stepdad who's in the hospital. So – I want to give a shout out to him because one day he's, he's going to hear this and uh, wish him well and good health and, yep. and speedy recovery. But it puts me in a in an undisclosed location. Well, yeah. like, not like you know where I'm at on any given day anyway, but this is a really undisclosed location. And I'm also a little bit tired. And well, it's all bit, had long know. days. That's right. Yeah. So, but this is this is us because we've been, we've done this now, as you pointed out in the pregame, every week for. A year and three months? Three months or so, yeah. Yeah, so we are real dedicated to this. And yeah. uh, I must say to everyone out there, Blue Gal moved heaven and earth and got me off my ass to get this thing done today. <laughs> so she deserves all the applause. And kicking she you in your ass, I deserve applause for kicking you in your ass when you're when you're – Stepfather is in the hospital. No, we got to do podcast. No, I'm not that no. much of a bitch. <laughs> no, no, but but uh, no, but we committed to do this. We, com- we, little- we said we were going to do it. You, you, let's let's be clear that that uh-huh. your uh, your stepdad's not in. He, he's stable, and mm-hmm. you knew that you, you you had planned to come down this night and be there. And you said, oh, "I'll yeah. just do podcast from mom's house." So it's no big yes. deal. This was yes. not an emergency trip to your mom's house. This was no. something you no. planned. Definitely. So. Anyway, yes. I'm not as big a bitch. <laughs> Stupid bitch. It's like the, no. the sassy gay friend Your calls sense. all yes. his girlfriends. <laughs> you know, if if you and I had a sassy gay friend between us, she, this he would, would call so me a easier. stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Stop apologizing, you stupid bitch. Well, anyway, um, onward, blue gal. Onward. onward, and I want I want to ask you a question, Driftglass. Do you think that Roger Ailes is smart enough to just really be fucking with us in terms yeah. of <laughs> Yeah, I kind of do. I kind well, at this point it's gotten so and I really want to hear by the way from when your mom's in a more in a less busy situation and my parents and people of that generation. I want to hear what it was like in 1964. I want to hear you mean the Goldwater? Goldwater. And what Goldwater. that kind of meltdown of the party was like. Mm-hmm. Because I think that this involves more personalities, although I could be wrong. There was Goldwater and there were a bunch of other people then, too, Yeah. Oh yeah. in the party yeah. kind of going, going various shades of crazy. But this is on, you know, they have their own network now. That's and right. when I heard that Rick Santorum was on Hugh Hewitt's show talking about talking about how John McCain doesn't understand what torture is about. You know, John McCain just don't understand. He just don't understand the modern kids and the modern forms of torture. You know, you know he's he's from an older generation of being tortured for, he for years. He doesn't understand you know, he doesn't enhanced understand. interrogation. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, he doesn't understand my generation. That's what I just thought. And and on Hugh Hewitt's show, I wonder if Hugh Hewitt is going to do another conservative cruise. Oh, God, yeah. It's it's a cash cow. It's a a cash cow for the right. Dante's fifth circle of hell cruise. (laughs) Yeah. On the Mediterranean, no. But he does these cruises. Yeah. And you knew and you knew that McCain was going to lose in like September of '08 because Mitt Romney and all these other people had booked to go on this cruise in January, like right around the time of the inauguration. Yeah. <laughs> We've got plans that day. We'll yeah. be out of town. Yeah, everybody's saying, "Tell McCain I'm not here." <laughs> But I, I mean, no, it was. No it had to be announced. They had to start selling tickets for it in September. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Well, oh, it cracks I, me up. But, but no, getting back to my original question, which is, well, I, I are they Roger fucking Ailes. with us, or is this just as are they really as crazy as well, they appear remember, to be? Remember, the, the the GOP proved during the lame duck session mm-hmm. that they don't have to have a majority anywhere to right. rule like a majority. Right. And that as long as they keep sticking to their their basic principles, so number one, liberals are monsters who must be destroyed, or whoever it is. Is brown people this month? Next month yeah. it'll be the communists again. God knows who it will be. But yeah. they, there's an external enemy who is responsible for all of your problems. Must destroy them. Step two, the minute we get into office anywhere, in any governor's office anywhere, we cut begin, taxes. Yeah. Cut taxes and begin dismantling Social Security, destroy unions, and destroy Medicare. Mm-hmm. And just and, and they're just as simple as insects in this way. They're just – that is their absolute basic program. Lie, 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 lie. Get into office. Destroy Social Security. And then they throw you out. Keep lying, keep lying, keep lying. And they just keep – and as long as there's deep pockets on the right who are willing to fund this for yeah. 50 years, which has been the case so far, there's no reason for them to change. Yeah. Because yeah. from the minority, they can destroy the government. They can hold the government hostage. They can take down the economy. With 41 votes in the mm-hmm. Senate, yeah. they, and, and, and if that doesn't work, they'll send their howling mob of you know meat sticks and nitwits and bigots called the Tea Party into the streets yeah. to convince the press that there's a popular uprising against Grandma and Medicare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they don't. <laughs> they're not really required to do anything more than that. So the, uh, having a presidency would be nice, but they no longer. They really don't need, need it. it. They don't no, need it. Yeah. They really don't. Yeah. And and th- this notion that. Newt Gingrich is, you know, is melting down or crazy. Um, I, I kind of disagree with that. Well, but you, did you hear what he said today? He uh, said yeah. anyone that quotes what I said on Sunday is mm-hmm. lying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But now, now, now let's 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 parse that very carefully. Yes. Yes. It's. Yes, that's absurd. It hurts. <laughs> it, it hurts my brain. It hurts my brain to yeah. think that anybody would be – but remember, Newt Gingrich for 20 years now really has yeah. been has been an innovator. In, in, in the lying? In lying and, yeah. and in a real specific kind of Orwellian lying. Yeah. A very specific kind of brainwash the, the meat sticks, brainwash the pig people, get them to forget the past. And in fact, I'm working on a, a little a, a little essay right now, which is, you know, basically, and I I, I hate to use these three examples because I use them a lot, but to make a point, take Andrew Sullivan, Sarah Palin, and Newt Gingrich and put them on a on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. 
Andrew Sullivan depends on you forgetting everything that happened before 2006. Yep. Sarah Palin depends on you forgetting everything that happened before January 2008 or 2009. 2009, yes. And and Newt Gingrich depends on you forgetting everything that happened before Sunday. Yeah, yeah, he does. But it really is the same fucking thing, which is if you if we could all just agree to forget the really hideously embarrassing, catastrophically stupid things that you did. I'll agree to forget all the crazy shit that I did, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we'll all sort of agree that the past never happened, and it's called doublethink. Yep. And so, and Gingrich has been working in this Orwellian, has been using 1984 as a fucking playbook for 20 years. Yeah. And and he has just taken it to its logical conclusion, which is ignore the words that literally just came out of my mouth, or you're a bad Republican. Yeah. And anyone who tries to quote me to myself is a liar. Yes. And there are a certain number of Republicans who are so dog-trained yep. that they'll to do, do that. That. Yeah. that they'll do that yeah. because it'll make liberals mad. Well, and you yep. know, as I, as I said on Twitter today, Newt, if America actually returned to the values you claim to hold dear, <laughs> you and your blonde mistress could never show your faces in public again. <laughs> If we were all returned to those 1948 family values where everyone with any money and power is white. No. You know. You'd, you'd end up like Mussolini's mistress. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd run out of town on a fucking rail. Honestly. But those values, didn't, they don't really mean that. They, they don't mean anything they no, say. No, they don't. And, no. and so and Newt is, you know, Newt is working the one thing that he's really good at, which is that, that Orwellian brainwashing, relentlessly push, 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 push. And he pr- it'll probably fail, but I'll, I'll, I'll put you, you know, I'll make you a bet, Blue Gal, I'll make you a bet right now, that it won't keep him off the talk shows for the next six months. It won't keep him off the talk shows for the next six years. Yeah. He'll be on talk shows until he decides to stop. Yeah. And, and that's where the real question is for me. The question is not, is Newt Gingrich a, a despicable, yeah. bigoted, lying asshole? Of course he is. He's a Republican, and that's who, what most of them are. The question is, why does Dave, why, do, why do fucking clowns like David Gregory keep letting him back on television? Well, and why – you know, David Gregory apparently scored points in his own mind yeah, for, ask, for asking about the affair. Yeah. But he didn't, yeah. he didn't ask about uh, – the check bouncing in the house bank no. or why did you get kicked out of the speaker's chair and nope. and drummed out of the house on ethics charges and what exactly happened when you you know on a tuesday you were going to borrow six figures from bob dole to pay your yeah. ethics violations and then yeah. two days later you were going to pay it from your own funds where did that money come from mm-hmm. and oh yeah you know, and nobody ever asked that question. Nobody ever will. So there was nothing. There's nothing. There's no. There's no way for for people like Gingrich. And I want to expand the past him because it's not just him. No. There's there's that there's that cast well, of usual suspects. Yeah. There's no. There's nothing they can do that's so damning, that's so irredeemable in the eyes of any rational person that a a you know a ball licking asshole like. David Gregory won't have them on television yeah. because he is the servant. He is the absolute sock puppet servant of uh, you know, of empire. Yeah. He's you know he is the servant of a class of people who like their <laughs> who like the status quo just fine, and we're just going to keep rotating the same twenty talking heads on television regardless of what's happening in the country doesn't matter if the fucking place is burning to the ground we're going to have the same meat sticks i said that three times now we're going to have the same 
goofballs on forever. Well, I want to talk about those meat sticks for a minute. Yes, let's talk about meat sticks, shall we, Blue Gal? Because I have had an experience this past week that I know for the first time that you Mm -hmm. have had over and over again over the past four years or even eight years. Mm -hmm. And I think – this involved peeing standing up because I can give you some. No. Good- no. Okay. <laughs> Just this, good one, but no. This involves. Don't try to write. Don't try to write your whole name in the snow. That's all I'm okay. going to say. Just keep it <laughs> initials or best. Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Okay, because the furnace just came on in the furnace. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna end this sooner rather than later, but I do want to okay. ask you about this because sure, sure. I have received emails. Uh-huh. from ladies in my church who are, you know, discovering that the other has email. And we're in a Bible – many of us are in a Bible study group uh, okay. that meets once a week. Two emails in one week came to my inbox. The first one was the typical forwarded – Mass-produced. Mass-produced gift file, right. Real yeah, long, yeah. you know, poem yeah. to an unborn child and – uh, tell the U.S. Senate how horrible they are for supporting Planned Parenthood. Yep. And the unborn baby thanks you from heaven. You know, a little animated gif at the bottom with a kitten chasing a butterfly and join me on Facebook. And I, it's a little different for men. I think they get the Obama photoshopped as a pimp at the we, bottom we, of the well, email or something. But We get the um, brilliantly, you know, over saturated American flag oh, yeah, waving in yeah, the wind yeah. with an eagle rampant on it, tearing a liberal in half with yeah. its talons usually, <laughs> with lots of sparkly font, so you know it's credible because yeah, it has right, sparkly it has font. sparkle font, I know. And you know, it's usually green with a lot of gun metaphors in yeah, it yeah, and a lot yeah. of, can you believe what they're doing now, folks? Yeah. If it has folks in it, by and large, I just shred it because okay, it's from okay. some you know meathead who is trying to well, you know, this one endear himself on, to me. And it had been forwarded to a list of women, many of whom I know face-to-face. Yeah. So I didn't let it go. And I sent out, you know, I, I think every liberal out there has tried. And this was yes. my first opportunity at trying. <laughs> <laughs> this is your bat mitzvah. Yeah. You know, so, and just yeah. try. And I didn't get it. I only got a response I, I, you know, I did the four screen email about what Planned Parenthood does and where go, everyone can go look up the Hyde Amendment. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, if you really want, we all want to stop abortion. Believe me, we all want to do that. And here's how we can do it. And abstinence only doesn't work. And I, on and on and on and on. And, and I also said, you know, that the, I, I forwarded to them links to yeah. pro-life websites that I found okay. that were disgusted with Republicans. Oh. And I said, look at this, you know, even from a pro-life point of view, if you want fewer abortions, you know, this is a cash cow for the Republican Party. This is the cash register they can always go to. That's right. And they can that's always draw the money out. And the only thing that's going to come out of this Planned Parenthood battle is Mike Pence is going to be governor of Indiana. Uh-huh. That's the only thing that's going to come out of it. Not one baby is going to be saved out of this. Mm-hmm. So if you want to sit here and forward emails about Planned Parenthood and think you're saving babies, you're not. 
And I hate to say that to people. You know, if you want to save babies, hand out condoms. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it, you know, it really does. If you want uh, the biggest bang for your buck is contraception. Yeah. Contraception and sexual education are will prevent more unwanted pregnancies than anything else you can do. But that's not the goal. That's not the goal of Carl Rove. No, that's that. That doesn't make you know. Let, let me let me make it a little bit broader, and then I'd like I'd like to hear how this story ends because I have yeah. a feeling I kind of know. But yeah, um, any movement, any organization, any group of people who want who habitually, who as a ritual, as a, as a process, want to make you and keep you angry mm-hmm. and afraid. Want and because when you get angry and afraid, you get you know uh, you're, um, you're able to be manipulated. You get corticosteroids and your and your mm-hmm. brain, you know, your higher reasoning centers are suppressed. Yep. Anybody who wants you to be afraid all the time or to be angry all the time, and no matter what a Barack Obama does, you should be afraid of him. Mm-hmm. You should be angry with him. They want you to be stupid because that's what the chemicals in your blood are doing to your brain. They're making mm-hmm. you dumb. So mm-hmm. any movement that is relentlessly trying to make you fearful mm-hmm. is your enemy. Yep. And you need to run from them. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another example of, you know, if, if we keep people angry enough and frightened enough, they'll be dumb enough to keep voting for us. Yep. And that's Fox News. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So then I did get an email back from the woman who sent out the email. And she said, well, uh, I'm so glad you wrote back because I, I knew there would be responses like this. And it certainly was food for thought. I said, Sorry. yeah, it's food for thought. But. It's inaccurate, and and we really need to be clear that I finally ended by saying I'm glad I don't live in Indiana because I'd have to run for governor against Mike Pence. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! You know, in a very churchy sort of way. Yikes! Because, and I'm not speaking down or patronizing them when I say that. No. But I'm maintaining I want to be on friendly terms with these women. I really do. Yeah. yeah. And support them and support we support each other and we pray together and we do all kinds of things together as you know a bible study group should and but i'm not going to you know i've gotten to the point finally where i'm not going to be silent <laughs> in terms of yeah. who i am right. in that in that environment so Which is you're following the blue gallon drift class you know don't be ashamed to be a liberal right <laughs> right yeah well i've had i think i've had to uh, amp that up a little bit as a result of the podcast, I think the podcast has helped me to assert myself. You know, I'm, you're not you guys out there listening aren't the only ones who have a little sense of timidity about that from time to time. Mm-hmm. So uh, even Blue Gal from time to time wonders if she shouldn't keep her big stupid bitch mouth shut. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the other and email, yet, um, yeah, go and ahead. Yet when you open it, it's usually a very loving. Very, you know, I'm the one who comes at your jugular. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It comes with it comes with the kitten chasing a butterfly gif, you know, yeah, you, you which really is are. supposed to be, oh, be nice and be my Facebook friend. I'm nice, but that is a smoke uh-huh. that is a smokescreen for a very specific hidden bigotry. Yes, that even the person sending it might not be aware of. Yes, and the bigotry is liberals want to kill your babies. That's right. That's right. And if you get them, if you get people that send that email to the point where they have to start thinking about, okay, and I did this in the email that I sent out to everyone, and of course I replied all, you know, let's talk about um, Colombia and do we want to put women in prison 
for having an abortion. Because that's what a crime is. Right. And, and the... And there's a very good YouTube out there on this of it, that's in Illinois, actually, in a, in a local area, in our local area of pro-life, you know, marchers and protesters out on the street. And a reporter goes up and asks them, so should these women go to prison? No, I think we should pray for them. But if you make it illegal, mm-hmm. they'll have there has to be some sort of punishment as they break the law. Well, I never right. thought about that. You should talk to our board president about that. You know, and it becomes they are they have been made so angry and afraid that they haven't even thought of the consequences of what they're actually demanding. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I, I did a little research on this. And in Colombia, the sentence is reduced if you've been raped. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, this is, mm-hmm. this is just the logical conclusion of what, what the pro-life zealots are pushing yeah this is where we're you know? headed yeah, yeah. I can see, you're I can killing see babies culture. you're killing babies you're killing babies mm-hmm. and okay killing babies is a really bad thing we need to put these women in prison for this mm-hmm. it's murder right. it's murder and a crime as this email this pretty little email said the crime is the same between killing your one-year-old and killing your unborn child that was the point of yeah. the email yeah. And except not. Except, except not. not. Yeah. Except no. You see, apparently you don't understand what the word crime is. Yeah. So um, you might find it morally repugnant, in which case I would highly suggest you don't do it. Yeah, and hand out some but, condoms while you're at it to everybody yeah. you know. Have them on a yeah. plate in your living room. I had lunch with some very good friends of mine from a, about five careers ago this week. Uh, we went to the uh, the famous Manny's. Delhi, oh Chicago, where oh all, all Pauls must go. Pardon me? Yeah, that's a great place. Good sandwiches. Yeah, you know, great sandwiches, and it's where you know every politician must go. We were waiting for Mayor Emanuel to show up for his, you know, his, his, his whatever. His inaugural sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. You get a, one free sandwich. That's it for every mayor. You know, so uh, <laughs> serve a long time because, uh, you know, one sandwich every 22 years suits me just fine. Um, so, but, you know. And a friend, a friend of mine who is who is uh, you know sort of a recovering conservative, mm-hmm. asked me essentially, "Is this worth it? You know, really, it, it, it makes you crazy. Mm-hmm. You have said repeatedly that you don't seem to you know conservative minds are very hard to change because mm-hmm. they're so committed. I'm, I'm sort of paraphrasing him, but is are so committed to their lies, are so deeply committed to their their bizarro worldview that the alternative of giving that up is so frightening to them." That the, the law of diminishing returns, and that's definitely my language now, has kicked in. There's nobody left on the right to save. The, anybody who was ever going to leave the right is left already. Yeah. It clearly bothers you that these people are basically fucking up your country. Mm-hmm. Networks aren't listening. Yeah. Nobody's listening. Uh, the networks will not lo- allow a discussion of the fact that the right is crazy to take place. So that's mm-hmm. never going to happen. Um, so why do you keep doing it? Which is a pretty good question. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, well, first of all, there's the moral responsibility of bearing witness, mm-hmm. telling the truth, saying the mm-hmm. truth out loud has power all by itself. And secondly, helping people, giving people vocabulary. It might not change the person who you're refuting because you know, I, I write about David Brooks and Andrew Sullivan all the time. They're never going to respond to me. They're never going to reply to me. I've had emails from Andrew Sullivan. And they were brief, but they were very clear that he ain't ever going to 
get engage. on the same He's not going to engage. Never, yeah. He's never going to engage with me. He's never going to pick up the gauntlet I threw down because it's too fucking frightening. It's too fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. He can't afford to. Right. So that's never going to happen. And the money at the top is too high. Right. But the people we get emails from, mm-hmm. from all over the world, who say, thank you for putting this into words. I, I, I thought I was going crazy. I could never quite find the language for this. Yep. So this is a long way of saying the pinging sound you probably heard, Blue Gal, was the sound of your words bouncing off of this person. Yeah, yeah. That's many you know, of them. But you know what was funny was, and I, I won't go into the second half of the story, except to say that the second email that came in was, a tale told from the viewpoint of a little boy in school who is accompanied to school by Jesus himself, even though the school <laughs> won't let him pray. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that one, that one I could respond to without looking up any websites whatsoever. It was just yeah. like, I've got seven paragraphs written on this already. Uh-huh. Here they are. And it was stuff about Pike. If you want to read about Pike County, Alabama, which is the horror story of the separation of church and state movement, where Jewish students were taunted and beat up and swastikas painted on their lockers and backpacks, and uh, Gideon Bibles were handed out in the classroom. The Jewish students were made to stand in the hall while the Bibles were distributed. Mm-hmm. The Bible distributor came out in the hallway and held up a cross to one of the children. This was this was, this was under in a the public authority. school. Yeah. <laughs> this was a this public was, school. Yeah, these were adults adults doing this in a public school. Well, the swastikas and all that stuff was done by kids, but nothing was done by the adults to stop it. And right. so, when the parents go into the school to meet with the principal, the principal says, "Yes, I think this, I think this persecution will stop when you're." family converts to Christianity. Mm -hmm. And another administrator or teacher, I can't remember which, said, uh, well, you may not be interested in saving souls, but we are. Yeah. And so, you know, and so now they're, I don't know what the current status is, but after they lost the lawsuit from the parents that (laughs) that ensued, at the time that I left Alabama, there was a federal judge in the school walking the halls making sure this wasn't happening. I mean, they had been, they were occupied by an agent of the federal government to make sure this didn't happen anymore. And as I wrote at the end of my email, thank God! (laughs) And I also, you know, I prefaced that with, here are the guidelines where a student-led Bible study can happen in school as an extracurricular club anytime. And if anyone in the administration tries to stop it, the ACLU will come in and help them set that up. Right. They'll be glad to do that. The ACLU will help a Bible study group come in, as long as it's student-led and not forced on them by the teachers. Uh-huh. It's their right. You know, free speech doesn't stop at the schoolhouse door. It really doesn't. No. So, no. amazing well, story. Just amazing. Well, and, and if you if you don't understand that forcing people to pray the way you want them to is where the Republican Party is taking this country. Then you haven't been following politics for the last 30 years. Right. Because they're unabashed about that. 
You know, they're absolutely clear that no, that what happened in Pikes County was a good thing. Yeah, they might have saved those poor heathen children, but for the damned ACLU. Right. Um, you know, that's and and those people are the people that we need to be protected from. You know, this, again, the sound of the pinging you heard was your words probably bouncing off those people. Uh, but some of them, yeah. What, what you probably also do was sharpened your argument. Yep. Um, developed your uh, rhetorical ability to take on that issue. So the next time it comes up, right? Or and the I, next pro- time I proved to myself time. that I could do it, even with with shaking fingers on the keyboard. Yep. That I could do it, and mm-hmm. that's really important to to recognize because there will become there will be other opportunities to absolutely where you might change your mind, or also you know there's the. <laughs> The vast unwashed out there who who don't think about politics, who are only thinking about, you know, dancing with the stars. That's that's their window on the world, and they're not thinking about politics. But when they think about it, or when they're asked to think about it, someone that's making a really strong argument in a mm-hmm. fair way, based on common values, quickly and clearly, quickly and clearly, is going to mm-hmm. win the day. Yeah. And, and so, well, the only thing I would add to your email mm-hmm. um, that, that you might want to try adding in the future. And a hey-ho and farty fuck you, everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, that's one way of going. <laughs> that's, that's my, you know, that's, that's, that's in my signature block now, as you might have noticed, Blue Gal. It's just, You're dead to me. Here's, yeah, an, but, here's an animated gif <laughs> of a dead fish. <laughs> Signed, Rahm Emanuel. Impaled on a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. That, that, no, that's my auto reply when I. <laughs> Dear, you're dead to me. Dear, you're dead to me. You're a dead loss. There's no talking to you. Yeah, and that's at work. So yes. <laughs> I'm I'm a little. Uh, We're all a little punch drunk out here. A little. So. Well, yeah, a little oxygen deprived. I think uh, the furnace kicking off and on has sucked oh. the oxygen out of the room here. Um, but but what, the one thing I wanted to add was the conclusion of your email. Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 since you approach it from a very sort of heart-centric, church-centric, mm-hmm. faith-based, you know, we're all children of God, so let's have this conversation approach. Mm-hmm. And I think – and you're not kidding. I mean, you really do no, do that. Right, it's not right. an act. You might want to end with something like, now that you know that you were misled by the person who originally sent you this email, mm-hmm. why don't you contact them and find out why they thought oh, they yeah, lie I, to support their position? Well, I put – I did put, I hope this email finds its way upstream to the person who originated it. That's, that's the way I put it. Yeah, I did say good. that. Yeah. Well, so, then never mind. No, that's a good way to, that's a good place to end it. Okay. Blue Gal, you should do this. I already did. Fuck you. Okay, we're done. <laughs> that wraps up I, another episode of. <laughs> I love you, Drift Glass. <laughs> I love you too, Blue Gal. All right, we're done. Right. Hey, we want to thank our listeners. Yes. Thank you for all your kind You're- emails, and thank you for um, your contributions by snail mail. Drift Glass, I didn't tell you this. We got our first piece of junk mail in really? the P.O. box. And I just want to say everything that Bill Hicks said about marketers is absolutely true. <laughs> the idea that there's a program out there searching for P.O. box addresses on the Internet to send uh-huh. junk mail to. <laughs> Resident yeah. at... Yes, I live here at this P.O. Box resident uh-huh. at P.O. Box. Yeah, so we have a P.O. Box, and the P.O. Box is at our website. Our website is professionalleft.blogspot.com. 
And at our website, also, there is a donate button where you can contribute a gallon of gas to yes. get us further, closer and closer to Netroots Nation. We are driving to Netroots Nation. We and, are. And uh, anyone who wishes can pitch money in the hat one of two ways. One is with a electronic button, and the other is with, by snail mail to our P.O. box. And I particularly was tickled. The person that wrote wedding gift on the memo line of their check to the Professional Left podcast, I think we still have to tell the IRS about that one. <laughs> but, but that was very sweet. That tickled me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We have an email address, which is pretty busy these days. We get lots of email from people. You guys are great. Our email address is proleftpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. And it's working out pretty well. We both get the email now. That was not working for a while a few months back, but it's working now. So, Well, I think it is. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I forward see. everything to you after I reply, so I guess it does. It's, um, it's just perfect, perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> it works really well for me, so thank you, Blue yeah, Gal. I, I won't write to people who say, I want to talk to Drift Glass about science fiction. <laughs> like, here, yeah. write to this guy, will you? <laughs> oh, and, and just as a brief aside – uh, this is my 19th brief aside tonight, but um, I am in uh, a temporary situation, um, which is uh, good, um, temporary uh, situation, but it means I'm behind a big iron firewall for like 10 hours a day. Yeah, you're not available for e- by email. At all. And I, I believe I spend, during the day, yeah. I, I'm like, I spend two or three hours just catching up with correspondence and things when I get home. And so if I'm, I've fallen behind in my correspondence. I'm already a terrible correspondent, but my apologies, apologies in advance to people I haven't uh, caught up with. Just write to proleftpodcast at gmail.com. One of us will get back to you. And we love hearing yeah. from you, so write to us. We love hearing from you. We had some great thoughts about Newt Gingrich this week and different ideas, and people had things to say, and it's always good to hear from you. So please write us. We love it. Yeah. Finally, at our website, professionalleft.blogspot.com, you, you can listen to this episode or any past episode for free with no download and no registration. I changed around the website this week, Drift Class. I put up a, oh. pic- I put up a picture of some Internet kitties. They are not the Internet kitties. No. But they are some Internet. There are a lot of Internet kitties, and <laughs> there are some. there's a picture of some Internet kitties on the website now. What is going on with the original Internet kitties this week? The Internet kitties say... Headphones? We don't need no stinking headphones. Let's think about living. Let's think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the bopping and the loving, loving, loving. Let's forget about the whining and the crying, the shooting and the dying, and the fellow with a switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. This podcast is recorded under a Creative Commons license. Copyright 2011, Drip Glass Blue Gal Podcast.